0: السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذي اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبحانك فقنا عذاب النار ربنا انك من تدخل النار فقد اخزيته وما للظالمين من انصار ربنا اننا سمعنا مناديا ينادي للايمان ان امنوا بربكم فامنا ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم مَنْ جَعَلَ الْهُمُومَ هَمَّاً وَاحِدًا هَمَّ آخِرَتِهِ كَفَاهُ اللَّهُ هَمَّ دُنْيَاهُ أو كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ My most beloved and respected elders and brothers, we thank Allah tabarakah wa ta'ala who has blessed us with the Taufeeq to come to the Masjid to make our Juma'a salah. And we thank Allah Ta'ala also for this great wealth of Iman. And we ask Allah Ta'ala to keep us with Iman, with Kamil Iman in this dunya. And at the time when we leave this dunya, Allah Ta'ala grant us to to leave this dunya with complete Iman. And on the day of Qiyamah, we ask Allah Ta'ala to raise us with Iman in the company of his beloved friends. I read a few verses of Surah Al-Imran. Actually, the last some of the last few verses of Surah Al Imran. Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wa Sallam, his Mubarak habit that whenever he woke up in the morning for Tahajjud Salah, before even making Wudu, he would recite the last ruku of Surah Al Imran, from Inna Fi Khaliq al-Samawati wal-Ard, wa-akhlaqi al wal-Nahar till the end of the ruku of the ruku, end of the surah. Hazrat Uthman Ghani Radiyallahu Anhu says. That whoever recites this surah before going to sleep, Allah Ta'ala will recall for him reward as though he spent the whole night in ibadat. Great rewards. And this is Allah Ta'ala's favor upon the ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That for little action, Allah is prepared to give us so much. Imagine somebody goes to bed, he reads salah, isha salah, and he goes to sleep, and then he wakes up for fajr salah, which is further compulsory. But he didn't get the chance to wake up for tahajjud namaz. We have yaqeen in the words of Rasulullah Sallallahu and the Sahaba Ikram. That the person that reads these few ayats, ten ayats all together, won't take us more than a few minutes. Allah is prepared to give us so much. This is the, the karam and the fazl of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And what is so great about these, this last ruku, Allah mentions who are the really intelligent people in this world. You and I have, in our own thinking... An idea of who intelligent people are in this world. But Allah, wa ta'ala, who is the creator of insan, Allah Ta'ala describes intelligent people as the people who look at the creation of Allah Ta'ala. And they realize the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. The existence of Allah wa ta'ala. The need to obey and submit to Allah wa ta'ala. And they become so overawed. That spontaneously they say, Subhanaka ma rabbana Ma Khalakta Hada batila Oh Allah, whatever we see around us, the sky, the moon, the alternation of the day and the night, the different phenomena that we see around us, Oh Allah, You haven't created all these things in vain. Subhanak Ya Allah, You are perfect. You are the master. Ya Allah, You are the master. Fakina Adabunar. And Ya Allah, we are nothing. Ya Allah, what we ask from You, Allah, at this moment is that Ya Allah. You protect us from the fire of Jahannam. For verily Allah, if you admit somebody or you enter somebody into Jahannam, Ya Allah, you have really disgraced that person. Imagine, first, this believer is asking Allah for protection from Jahannam. And then he's saying that if anybody is entered into Jahannam, that is the biggest disgrace. In this world today, if somebody had something yesterday and today he has nothing, somebody was a well-known person before, today is a nobody, somebody was in the Hall of Fame, his name was in the Hall of Fame, today nobody even wants to see him, recognize him in this bear dunya, somebody will say, this is disgrace, a man was on the top and now he is right down. He had this and this and this. He owned this and he owned this and he owned that. But today, everything is gone. My dear elders and brothers, this is a little setback in this dunya. For a believer, if he experiences this, this can be a means of his eternal reward in the akhirat. If he makes suffer over his losses in this dunya, Allah will give him peace in this world also. Allah will give him eternal success in the year after. But the real loss and failure, Allah Ta'ala, is reminding us about is the real and the eternal loss of the akhirat. رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ مَن Oh Allah, the person that you have entered into Jahannam, that is the biggest disgrace. But this today there is a need for us to speak about the akhirat. Even in the masjid today, how many of us speak about the deen? We are in the masjid, we come early to the masjid, we sit with our friends sometimes. Shaitan and nafs are always there to mislead us. We speak about our business, we speak about other things. At the Kabaristan also, what is the topic of discussion normally we're waiting for the, for the Mulana or the Imam to make the dua. Then in that time that we are waiting, some of us are thinking of this and that, speaking about this and that. We need to bring the akhirat in our daily discussion. Because this is the way, this is the way we are heading for. This is the, the greatest need for us is to prepare for our moat, to prepare for our akhirat. <laughs> Wamalizdawlimin amin ansar. But in this world, if you know somebody, you can get your work done. But in the hereafter, Allah Taala says, for those people who wrong themselves and oppress themselves, there'll be nobody to help them. Rabbana innana sami'ana munadiyyunadi lil imani an aminu bi Rabbikum faamanna. O Allah, innana sami'ana munadiyan. O Allah, we have listened to the caller that called us towards Islam. That is the Quran Sharif O oh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. we brought Iman. رَبَّنَا wa kafira anna wa Rab forgive our sins. this is a great need for us to make istighfar. Allah is showing us intelligent people and others people who get so engrossed in the dunya that they have no, no time for the akhidat, no time to make peace with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says about the, the kufar. يَعْلَمُونَ ظَاهِرًا الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَهُمْ عَنِ غافلون. The kuffar, what is the hallmark? They know all about the dunya. They can tell you all about the financial world, all about the business world, all about what's happening, the different things happening around the world. But as far as the akhirat is concerned, they know nothing. They don't believe in the akhirat and if they, if they say something also, it's not with any real conviction. But a believer, he knows the akhirat is real. He knows more it is haqq. The Quran Sharif tells us also that Allah says that death is going to happen. It's going to come to everybody. And on the day of Qiyamah, you'll be given your full recompense for all your good, for all your actions, good or bad. Then Allah says, Allah says, that person who has entered Jannah, from and been saved from jahannam. That person is successful. So this is the dua that we should be making all the time: asking Allah for protection from jahannam, asking Allah for jannah, asking Allah for forgiveness. So, so Allah is saying, "Rabbana lil iman aminu bi Rabbana And Allah give us death with your pious friends. He was more to the abrar with the pious. What does it mean, o Allah, ya Allah, ya Allah? Count us amongst your pious friends. And as you deal with those who die with Iman and your pious friends, o Allah deal with us, ya Allah, in the hereafter in the same fashion, Ya Allah. My dear brothers, to die with Iman was the figure and the concern of all Allah's Prophets, Sahaba ikram, the pious people, this was the most overriding concern in their lives was the was the desire and the desire to what they call khatimah. To leave this world with iman. Imagine Hazrat <laughs> Yusuf Ali <laughs> What does <is> he say? salihin. <laughs> After recounting Allah Taala's favors upon himself, he says, "What does he say? He said, Wallah, oh You have given me rabbi quadati tani min almulk wa allamtani min ta'wir alhadith. O You give me wealth and You give me knowledge. Fatiras sama waati O Allah, Allah, You are the Creator and the Maker of the skies and the earth.'" Anta walihi fi dunya wal akhirah. Wallah, you are my, my guardian and my master in this world and in the hereafter. Tawafani muslimah, and the last part of his dua is, Tawafani muslimah, wallah, let me die with, yallah, iman as a Muslim. Who sings? this? A Nabi of Allah ta'ala. A Prophet of Allah ta'ala is concerned about how he is living this world. Tawafani muslimah, walhikini bi saliqeen. And yallah, wallah, wallah, join me with you, with the pious people. So this should also be our dua, our dua at all times. Asking Allah to keep us in the company of pious people. How will, you, how will you leave this world? And how will you be counted amongst the pious? We have to stay in the company of those who are pious. Stay in the company of the Ahlullah. Make effort for Iman. Make effort upon our Iman. So, we are being taught in this dua. Rabbana innana di and Ami, Rabbi Gufa, Amena, Rabbana Fakhfilana Zubana, Wa Kafirana Sayyatina, Wa Tawafana Ma'ala Barar, Rabbana Wa Atina Ma'a Wa Atana Allah Rusulika, Wa Allah Tufzina Yom Al-Qiyamah, Inna La Tufriful Mi'ad, Rabbana Wa Atina Ma'a Wa Atana Rusulika, Wallah, whatever you have promised us on the Zuban of your Prophet, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, O Allah grant us that, Ya رَبَنَا وَعَتِنَا مَا وَعَتَنَا عَلَىٰ رُسْلِكَ وَلَا تُخْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يَا اللَّهَ Don't make us رُسْوَة Don't disgrace us in the day of Qiyamah Oh Allah, You are Ya Allah The greatest Ya Allah Being who we can turn to My dear brothers We are on a journey in this dunya We are going towards the akhirat Allah تَبَارَكَ وَطَعَالَى Wants us to reach our destination We have to Take with us Those things that we require For this great journey we always are reminded when a person is going on a small journey from here to somewhere else, he finds out what is required at that place. We are going for Umrah, we require the visa, passport, valid passport, enough currency, hotel arrangements over there. We make all the arrangements and then we leave. My dear brothers and elders, we are leaving, we are going on this great journey towards the Akhirat, eternal journey. Bahlul, Bahlul was this great saint. In the time of Harun al-Rashid, rahmatullah Famous kissa, famous waqiyah. Harun al-Rashid was a very, very pious king, pious khalifa. He liked the pious people, he liked the ulama. He used to serve them also in his own capacity. So he had this one favorite pious man that used to always, he used to visit him and, he, and this pious person is to always frequent his company also. So one day he said, Bahlul, jokingly, Bahlul, you know, you, you have renounced this world. There's so many enjoyable things to do in this world. And you have turned your back to the dunya. There is nobody more foolish than you. Allah has made these things permissible. These things are permissible for us to enjoy. But you you are living the simple life of yours. You are not enjoying anything of this dunya. There is nobody more foolish than you. So he gives Bahlu one, one of his sticks. He gives him a, a stick. One of his staffs. He gives him a staff. He says to him, Look, the day you come to know somebody more foolish than you, give the stick to that person. The time comes, one day, which will come to all of us. Allah makes that easy for us. Nabiya Paka Al-Sam used to make dua. Allahumma inni a'udhu oh bika. min ay, ita khabbat ini shaitan 'inda mawt. Allah, I seek protection in you, in that shaitan should mislead me and deceive me at the time of my death. It is mentioned that shaitan makes an effort on a person throughout his life. But the, but the, strongest effort he makes on a person is when he's about to leave this world. This is a reality. Shaitan tries in every way to deceive a person, to make him forget his boxed in this world. But the strongest effort he makes and the biggest attack he makes on a person to to deprive him of Iman is when he's about to leave this dunya. We know the famous Kissa of Imam, Razi Rahmatullahi, about to leave this world. He was a great philosopher, great alim, great scholar, very, very brilliant person. About to leave this world, at that time Shaitan comes to him, and he asks him, "You believe in Allah wa Taala? Give me a proof that Allah exists." So he begins to give one answer, gives one one proof. Shaitan breaks that proof. Another proof. Shaitan breaks that proof as well. One of his Ustads was sitting at some other place, and Allah wa Taala controls everything. Allah Taala revealed to his ustadz that this is what your your shagir. A student is going through. At this moment, he's going through this test, and this attack from shaitan. So, he starts, says to him, while making wudu, he says to him, Say, I believe in Allah Ta'ala without the need for any proof. And when he says this, when this voice reaches him, Allah Ta'ala controls everything. Today, the media is teaching us, technology is teaching us to believe in all these things. Person sits here year, and you can see something that's happening far away, Allah wa Ta'ala controls everything. Allah Ta'ala made this voice reach Imam Razi Rahmatul at that moment, he heard Yusuf telling him, Say, I believe in Allah Ta'ala without the need for any proof, any evidence. He says, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, and he leaves his world with Iman. So, Harun al Rashid is now about to leave this world. So he calls Bahlul to visit him. Bahlul comes along to see him. Harun Rashid is in that condition. He says to Bahlul, Bahlul, I called you to make du'a for me. I'm now about to leave this world, this temporary world. So Bahlu says to him, What preparation have you made for this journey? He says, I made no preparation. Honestly, to be honest, I made no preparation. Bahulu says to him, Whenever you went on a journey from here to any other place, you made lots of preparation. You sent your people in front. And you made elaborate preparations for your journey of this dunya. But for the journey of the year after, you made no preparations for standing before Allah Ta'ala, giving account before Allah wa Ta'ala, for hisab kitab, you made no preparations. He said, no, I made no preparations. Then Bahalur says to him, you must wait a minute. And he goes and he brings that stick and he says to him, Oh, how's rashid Here is the stick that you gave me one day. And he said to me, if you see anybody more foolish than myself, I must give the stick to that person. And I haven't seen anybody more foolish than you. Oh, Hazrat Rashid, Oh, Khalifa, you knew all along that a time is going to come one day when you're going to leave this world. But you made no tayari for that journey. My dear brothers, we are all preparing, for, we are all going in that direction. Hazrat Junaid Baghdadi, <inaudible> <inaudible> a great friend of Allah, is about to leave this temporary world. He's reading Quran Sharif. Somebody comes to him and says to him, Hazrat, you are reading Quran Sharif, you are so weak, you got no energy, you are now... In this condition And you are reading Quran Sharif He says my book of deeds Is about to close So who can be more in need of Ibadat and turning to Allah At this moment than myself My dear brothers we are on this journey We are, we are about to leave this world Ask ourselves is haq We don't know when we leave this world we have to make preparation from now. How do we make preparation from, from now? To prepare. How do we prepare from now? We'll have to stay in the company of those who are pious. Engage in those a'mal of deen. Reading, making Quran Sharif Tilawat. Abandon Istighfar. Sitting with the Ahlullah. It comes in Hadith Sharif that that person that is bubbling with his salah five times a day, my dear brothers. Hadith Shaykh mentioned this in Fazal al and Fazal al-Saraqat also. That person was particular about his, about his salah. Shaitan, Malakul Maud makes a note of that person. And at the time of his death, Malakul Maud himself reminds this person to recite the Kalima and leave this world. Imagine. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna saraqata, la tufi ghadabar rabb wa tarfahu A person that gives saraqah, it extinguishes the anger of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And it secures for a person a good death. But we all have to leave this world in a good way, with Iman. We have to leave this world with the Karim on our lips. Many, many years ago, we were in Jamaat, we were in Pakistan. There was a doctor, very well-known doctor, Noor Ahmad Noor. Very well-known doctor, very senior person in the medical field. So wherever he used to go, he used to mention this incident. He was the dean in the university. In the medical college. And he's also working in the hospital. So he had this one, one habit that he told his, the staff, the staff in the hospital, if you see any patient that is in Sakarat, about to leave this world, then inform me about that patient. So he says, he was always informed about any patient that were in that condition. He says from a hundred patients that left this dunya, he says only three of those people Said, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. One person was leaving this world, he says, My wife, my children. Another person says, Look in file number seven, file number eight. One person is thinking of his bad habits, he says, You drink and you give me something to drink as well. So only three people left this world with Iman. Not Iman. Three people left this world with a kalima. With Iman in Allah's hands. A person can leave this world in whatever condition, Allah can forgive him. Allah can use one good action of his. Like we know that woman that was committing haram throughout her life. But during her lifetime she committed one good act out of sincerity. For the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala used that one act of hers to forgive all her sins. But we have to we cannot rely on that. We have to we have to work hard and try to earn the rahmat of Allah have to Ta'ala. We have to make an effort to see that that we will leave this world in a good condition. كَمَا تَعِيشُونَ تَمُوتُونَ وَكَمَا تَمُوتُونَ تُحْشَرُونَ The way you live this world, if you live this world in piety, if you live, if you live in this life, you live your life in this world, you make an effort as best as you can to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So live within the limits of the Sharia. You try to avoid haram. And that is the best act of piety. Nabi Muhammad Wasallam says, اتَّقِ الْمَحَارِمْ تَكُنْ أَعْبَدَ النَّاسِ Avoid haram acts. Avoid those things which are haram. You will be regarded as the most pious of people. So we have to make an effort to live a pious life. Inshallah, if we will make an effort throughout our lives, the chances are, with Allah's karam and fazl, that we will leave this world, inshallah, with iman. And on the day of qiyamah, Allah will do it. We will us with iman. May Allah give us taufiq my dear brothers, to make every effort to see how we can. Not only with our iman, but the iman of our families. Allah says in the Quran, "Sirat ya idzina amanu qoo'an fusa'ukum wa ahlikum min Oh, you have got iman. Save yourselves and your families from the fire of Jahannam. And not only that, as Muslims. And as the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we have a two-fold duty, my dear brothers. One is we have to make an effort on ourselves to see how we can remain pious and virtuous, avoid guna and sins. A pious person was once asked, what is our work in this dunya? He says, Our work in this world is to do good ourselves and to induce others to do good also. To avoid haram and guna ourselves, and to discourage others from guna and sins. And at the same time to water the plantation and the orchard of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi which he, which he, which he, which he created with his blood and his sweat. My dear brothers, how can this come alive in the world? How can one, one Muslim, one, one person who reads the kalimah la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, come out to 100% deen? And how can those people who have got no iman come into iman also? For this, my dear brothers, we have the effort of dawah and tabliq throughout the world. Alhamdulillah, Allah has made it easy throughout the world, wherever you go find the effort of dawah taking place, my dear brothers. Alhamdulillah, on the 31st of, on 30th of April, 1st and 2nd of May, inshallah, the istiqah will be taking place in Natal, inshallah. So, we request our brothers to make dua to Allah. Allah make the istiqah a success. And before the istiqah, we make it ourselves to come out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Coming out is not the object. The object is to make an effort to see how deen can come alive in our lives and others. ألاباك بستوفركم بك أمن وأخذ دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين